What's going on, everybody? This is Bandicoot with QRS Entertainment, and today I want to go over the NBA, especially the trade deadline that just passed. With the Super Bowl coming up and about to pass, I'll finally have some time to talk about other stuff like shows, video games, and of course the NBA. So I thought, why not now? Why not talk about the NBA after we just had this big trade deadline pass? And uh, a couple of big moves. A couple of really big moves. Uh, obviously the most notable one being Porzingis is now on the Wizards. As weird as that is, I mean, the Wizards only gave up Dinwiddie for him and Bertrands, which is... They've both been playing kind of bad this year, so, I mean, good on them for getting a legit star in this league, even though he's had his ups and downs and struggle with injuries and a lot of controversy with every team he's been on. He's always been a, a, a fit nightmare, but maybe they can uh, fit him in with Beal and they might have something here. Maybe this is what they both need. I don't think it is. I think he'll be on the move once again. I think Porzingis has... Uh, kind of tarnish his name not saying he's a bad player it's just he seems to be kind of difficult to fit into a situation and to be completely honest with you i thought he was in the best situation he could have ever been in playing in dallas with luca but it just didn't work out they tried they for the love of god they tried working it in it just did not happen also, the Wizards sent, are sending Montrez Harold out to the... Uh, also, on that same note, the Wizards are trading Montrez Harold to the Hornets for Ish Smith. I don't know, I kind of like Ish Smith, but then again, Montrez Harold is a legit, decent star, or has the potential to be a star. But, kind of interesting to see the Wizards doing all these moves, especially with Beal being shut down for the season already. I guess this shows that they are all in on keeping Beal. I, I think I would have already went ahead and moved on and traded him, but... They see things differently, and they're, they're going to do their best to keep them, I guess. I can't blame them. Also, the Celtics jumping into the trade ring, they they traded everybody pretty much, their whole entire bench. They traded Josh Richardson to the Spurs for Derek White. They got rid of their two injured players they got from Denver a couple of months ago to the Magic for cash and a second-round pick swap, so nothing big there. And they also bring back Daniel Tice, which, if you're a Celtics fan like I am, you love Daniel Tice, so I'm happy to see him back. I mean, that's that's awesome. Not the biggest move, not a you know, not a huge move. I think Rob Williams is definitely better than him at this point in their careers. But hey, it's always nice to have a, a third big man in the rotation, especially since Anis Cantor Freedom wasn't really doing anything. He did not fit this team. I I think he's a good player. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the league. I know a lot of people think he shouldn't, but I think he is. I, th I think he deserves to be, but just not on this team. Did not fit. I don't think the coaching staff or the GM really wanted him here. I don't even know why they brought him in the first place. But, hey, he's on the move. Good luck to him somewhere else. Maybe he'll go back to Portland. Also on the way out for the Celtics is Dennis Schroeder, who has just been miserable this year. I mean, I know he's averaging 14 or 15 points, puts up a lot of stats, but they're kind of empty stats. And if you watch the games, you definitely understand how frustrating it is to have him on your team from a coaching standpoint. He leaves a lot of holes open for the offense to capitalize on. Now, with that being said, I do think he'll end up on another team. I know he's going to get cut, but he'll end up somewhere. I mean, he's not that bad. Or he's not to the point where he won't be in the league at all. It's just, on this team, again, like Freedom, he just it didn't mesh with this team. I don't think it was a personality issue. I think it was just a play style issue. It's hard to incorporate players that are offensive-driven and leave gaps open on the defense side when this whole team is driven about defense. I can clearly see that this Celtics team and organization is trying to make defense their identity. Whether it works or not, I don't know. We'll see. 
they also dumped Romeo, Romeo Langford in one of those deals. He uh, he wasn't really doing much. I mean, he had glimpses, but now he's on the Spurs, and of course the Spurs will turn him into a golden nugget somehow. That's just what they do. Also, the Raptors trade Gordon Drogat to the Spurs. The Spurs doing a lot here, getting a lot of uh, salary dumps on their team. You know, they're out of it, so they can handle it. They're just going to buy him out anyway. He'll probably end up on Miami like they need the help. Now on to the Kings. The Kings made a lot of really questionable moves. I can't really say if they're good or bad. They're moving on from Marvin, Marvin Bagley. He's going to the Pistons, who will send Serge Ibaka to the Bucks. That could be a very good pickup for him, especially with Lopez being out all year long. The Kings are getting Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and Dante Denizavid... I can't even say his name. Davinjo or whatever. He's been pretty decent for the for the Bucks, but he has been hurt all this year, and he's coming back. I know he's had a slow start, but if he could come together, that could really help the Kings, though they are getting rid of Marvin Bagley. So that's, that's a pretty big loss there. I figured you could get a little bit more from him, but that wasn't all the Kings did. The bigger move they did was to dump Buddy Heald in Halliburton. I mean... Halliburton, you know, young player, a lot of upside, and they dump him. But then again, they did get back Demonis Sabonis from the Pacers. So that's, I mean, that's a big shakeup right there. I know it's minor, and both these teams are kind of insignificant and irrelevant. Not to be mean to them, it's just they're not really going anywhere. Neither one of them are going to make the playoffs in all likelihood this year. But if you're the Kings, you're kind of all in on just making the playoffs or having a shot at making the playoffs in the in the playoff tournament. You, It's been 16 years. I mean, I was in, like, middle school or borderline elementary school the last time that they were in the playoffs with the like baby that's i mean my baby baby hasn't played in like 10 years he was with like five other teams after he played with the kings so that tells you just how desperate they really are hopefully it works out for them i mean i i hate to see them being just you know thrown out there in mediocrity year after year after year of course a lot of it is on them they have no direction hopefully that this will give them some type of stability to move forward with the direction but let's move on to a uh, probably the worst showing at the deadline. You want to talk about someone with no direction? The Trailblazers. I mean, what are you doing? So first off, you drop Larry Nance, McCollum, and Tony Snell for Alexander Walker, Josh Hart, and a couple of the throwaways and a couple of picks. Okay, not horrible, but are you trying to compete or are you just going to put in full rebuild? If you're going into full rebuild, why not trade Dame? Why not get him out of there? He's stumbling. He's He's been there for 10 or 11 years now. Come on, free him. If you're not going to give him the respect by putting a team around him, well, why hold on to him? Furthermore, that wasn't even the worst trade they did. The worst trade they did was to trade Alexander Walker to the Jazz in a three-team deal to get back Joe Ingles, who's out all season. And who knows what he'll be like when he does come back. He's he's a little bit older. Yes, he's a decent player. He's a, he's a no borderline star. But how much left does he have in the tank after this injury? This doesn't really clear you up your, your space anymore for your cap. And he's a free agent at the end of the year, so I, I, I don't understand the thought process of it. Maybe it's just me not understanding the Blazers and all their internal team stuff. More of a Celtics and Orlando guy. I follow them. I don't really follow the Blazers. I like Dame, though. I really liked McCullough, too. I thought that was an awesome pairing. It's a shame they're not together anymore. But if I had to pick... The Blazers definitely had the worst showing at the trade deadline this year. There was a bunch of other little small deals going on, but let's be honest, there's only really one more trade to really to talk about of note, and that would be the Ben Simmons and James Harden deal. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just don't see the hoopla on this. I know everyone's freaking out. Yes, it's two stars leaving, 
transferring to within the conference, within the division. But I just, I, I really don't think it moves the needle for either one of these teams. They're both going to be just as good as they were, most likely, and they they probably won't be that much better. I mean, I must be feeling crazy here because everyone that I've talked to is just freaking out about this. Oh, this team got so much better. You know, 76ers are this and the Brooklyn Nets are that. I just don't get it. Now, within the deal, there's also some other parts, too. The Sixers also get Paul Millsap, but they also send away Andre Drummond, who's, you know, meh. And same with Millsap. He's meh at this point in his career. But they also send out Steph Curry. Seth Curry, not Steph Curry. And that could that could hurt them in the future. I mean, he's a he's a great, awesome rotational player and and starter at times. Along with their first round pick for this year and their first round pick protected in twenty twenty seven. But yeah, overall, it really just just seemed to me that the Brooklyn Nets traded their emotional, you know, troubled star for the seventy sixers emotional troubled star. Now it all comes down to fits. How do these players fit with those teams? Now, that's that's a valid question. If both these two players simulate to the teams that are going to, hey, th- th- then I might be wrong and it might be something scary, but I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it happening. I mean, I if I had to guess, I would say Ben Simmons would assimilate better with the Brooklyn Nets than James Harden will with the 76ers, but James Harden is obviously the better player here. So that should help the 76ers out more. Let's break this down. When healthy, Brooklyn has KD, Kyrie, and now Ben Simmons. With Joe Harris and a couple other players like Blake Griffin, that'll surround them out. Is that team going to be able to beat the 76ers, who will have Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tobias Harris with Paul Millsap and other players you know, around them? Which big three do you like better? For, for me right now, I would give a slight edge to the 76ers only because you have a big man, you have a small forward, and you have a guard. Whereas in with the Brooklyn Nets, you don't know if Ben Simmons is going to come back and run the point. Or are you going to have Kyrie play off him? How's that going to work? And how's KD going to play off of both of them two together? So it's it's very interesting to me. But I don't know. I just don't think it's as big of, uh, as a deal as what most people are making it out to be. Exciting, yes. I don't know. Only time will tell. Maybe Ben Simmons will finally start to play this year. Man, wouldn't that be a ride if he still sat out? That would be that would be comical. But, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe this would be another team that James Harden sours on because he's starting to get that reputation now. Regardless, let me know what you think. What are your predictions? How do you think all these players and all this movement will affect these teams? Obviously, it's still, still early in the year. Well, I wouldn't say early, but still have a lot of time to go. Hopefully I'll do a lot more NBA videos going forward. But anyways, until next time, take it easy.